Those in charge spelled out what was expected of all who wished to please God. The pressure mounted, especially in that pastor's home. Not only did the teenage children begin to rebel, the pastor's wife became disenchanted with the whole system of works theology. Instead of graciously and carefully teaching the Word of God, her husband and all who filled his pulpit harassed and threatened the flock. She became depressed, seeing no hope of change and no way of escape. It was then she came upon the Grace Awakening, which she devoured in a few days, even though it was not among the books her denomination approved. Seeing his wife's enthusiasm and joy returning led her husband to read the book as well. Before he finished it, he began to see how twisted and misguided he had been. He had the courage to go public and admit from the pulpit that an awakening of grace had so changed him he could no longer promote the legalism, hypocrisy, and joyless religion that was so much a part of their church and denomination. He refused to continue filling the role of a grace killer. His resignation was met with cold stares. The family was virtually ostracized by those who had been longtime church friends. But this man, his wife, and even their teenagers now know a joy and relief in their relationship with each other and with the Lord they never dreamed existed. Their Christian walk, now based on grace, has been literally revolutionized. As Chuck put it, she is radiant with a joy that is contagious. I've rarely seen a person who exudes the love and grace of Christ so naturally, so enthusiastically. Grace has truly awakened within her. Since the release of the book, the world has continued its dramatic changes. In addition to the political changes around the world, there have been startling moral and ethical revolutions as well, an awakening of conscience and character of amazing proportions. Christianity has been breaking out around the world. We have witnessed prayer movements ushered in by open confession of sin and repentance on college campuses. Outpourings of the Spirit have called congregations and even denominations back to their first love for Christ. We have witnessed the birth of Christ-centered men's and women's movements that have already touched hundreds of thousands of lives with strong admonitions and biblical teaching on the importance of character, integrity, fidelity, facing their pressures, and keeping their promises. Chuck Swindoll and his sister Lucy Swindoll have been a part of these movements, not only by speaking at Promise Keepers and Women of Faith events around the nation, but through the ongoing ministry of this important book. It is clear now that the Grace Awakening was prophetic in many ways. So many of the signs of liberation that the author described in these pages have come to fulfillment. And that is the reason for this new edition, repackaged and represented for another generation of believers. It is our hope that the timeless message of the Grace Awakening may now begin to touch the lives of an entirely new group of Christians and to encourage men and women everywhere in their walk of faith. Even though the message of this book has already had a dramatic impact on our thinking about the Christian life, the wisdom and counsel contained in these pages is needed today more than ever. Since 9-11, the challenges in the world around us are greater than ever, but the need for Christians who will live out their witness in freedom and compassion is even greater. Paul writes in Romans chapter 12, verse 6, that since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let each exercise them accordingly.
Indeed, each one of us has gifts. But it is the hope of the publisher that this book can help us become a generation of believers, molded into the image of Christ, walking boldly in the freedom of faith that our Lord intended. For when that occurs, The Grace Awakening is not simply a book worth reading, but a life worth living. Introduction The human heart cries out to be free. Everything within us fights against the bondage of tyranny and oppression. Our souls were not made to live in cages of fear that restrict us from the joys of liberty. Once we get a taste of such relief, our appetite for more becomes consuming. This is true for those who lived behind the Iron Curtain in Eastern Europe or under the fanatical rules and regulations of the Taliban in Afghanistan or beneath the brutal dictatorship of Saddam Hussein.